Costandinos, the success of our national rugby team has set the tone for a long and bright future in the sport. Is the process of establishing and promoting rugby as a good product a challenging one, especially in a country where rugby isn't a popular sport? I think you hit the nail on the head a little bit there with rugby not really being a popular sport. The amount of times when I'm explaining that oh, I like rugby, I'm involved in rugby in Cyprus, and people sort of respond with, oh, that's the sport with the stick. Or is that the one where they're wearing all the pads that we've seen on television? So there's a bit of an education process which needs to, you know, that we're trying to achieve. So the biggest challenge that we're trying to take on is the marketing side. We've been very fortunate to have um, a marketing team join us and have really helped with our social media presence, our search engine optimization, and all this side of things where we've never had that before. Finally sorted out our website and a few other things. That was one of the really good point for us over the last couple of years to have that exposure now but what we really find difficult which I'm sure all sports find difficult um, is of course finances especially after what's happened over the couple of last couple of years where there's been a loss of interest as well in sports in general because of everybody's been locked up inside something that we focused on over the last few years our relationship with um, Goa and Goe the Cyprus Sports Association and Olympic Committee to really start identifying what, because we are part of those associations, so we really wanted to identify what it is that they want from us. And we were very privileged to have um, Mr. Andreas Michaelidis visit our last game, and he said some very positive and heartfelt things, which made us, you know, blow up, if you like, which was lovely. So um, it is nice to start seeing it being recognised from the Cypriot community. When rugby started in Cyprus initially, it was sort of run by the British bases, uh, as well as the cricket. And then it moved over and we became a federation under COA. So um, Cyprus Rugby's registered office, if you like, is at the Cyprus Olympic Committee. We're a bit more budget than some of the other sports because we just want to grow it. So we don't want people paying us to um, coach kids and come in after school and so on. We just want to grow the sport, uh, want to give back to the community, that's our main sort of focus. There's always a bit of banter between rugby and football, so I'm not going to say anything about football, but I've always felt that there's much more of a community family feel around a rugby environment and to show those values um, and the discipline and respect that people can learn throughout rugby, they need to come and try it. They need to not just come and do one training session, you know, so it is an education thing, but I think once people come down and they see the family environment around Cyprus rugby and every team um, uh, across Cyprus. It's a very attractive thing. Tell us about the national team and the people who are working behind the scenes to ensure the Federation's ongoing success. As Cypriot started returning from South Africa and the UK and so on, especially South Africa, actually that's where the core of Cyprus rugby started actually, the Cypriot South African base. So it's all about Cypriots have gone off to become expats and of the diaspora and so on and come back. And they started up a team, Paphos Tigers, uh, who are still going to this day and still very strong and still winning the league very often, which pains me because I'm a Limassol Crusader at heart. They joined the British Bases team and then the British Bases were running the league. And in order for us to establish ourselves and become a federation, we had to come under Goa. And that's where Cyprus rugby started, we made our first international team and we came under COA um, in order to start the league. 
Um, then Limassol was the next team to join, Limassol Crusaders. Then the Nicosia Barbarians started up, who are now the Nicosia Titans. And the most, the, the newest team is the Larnaca Spartans, who just celebrated their five-year anniversary. The Cyprus rugby team is made up of some players who play here on Ireland. Our standard here in Cyprus is reasonable, but it's still very social. And it's very good that we do have the British bases because they do help us pick our level up and we get a lot of touring teams come and play us to assist the, the growth on Ireland and the competition on Ireland and give those better players something to strive for and focus on the international development. But the core of our player base is Cypriot to the diaspora in the UK and Scotland. We don't quite have the budget yet to look at flying players from South Africa and Australia. I think if we did it would be amazing, we'd go up and out a couple of levels, but that's something that we look at in the future, maybe. So our core player base comes even for home games from the UK, um, which is great because there's a big Cypriot community in the UK. So to have that contact with the Cypriot community in the UK, and we actually have committee members in the UK as well based there to assist with the marketing efforts in the UK and the development of rugby in Cyprus in the UK as well. So it's sort of two arms to it. I give credit to a lot of the, the past presidents, uh, it's Lukis, Johnny, Lavrentios. I've really followed in their footsteps. They put lots of effort uh, and work in to get us to where we are today and give me the foundations to be able to try and take it on and hopefully do my part for Cyprus Rugby as well. What is your vision for the future of the Cyprus Rugby Federation? After one international game uh, in November 2019, which was a win against Malta, it was our 50th game, it was a big win for us because um, Malta's a really good team. Covid hit and then I've been pretty quiet, <laughs> holding the reins, trying to keep us uh, afloat. What we've always found with Cyprus Rugby is that when everybody comes together it's more of an event, as you can imagine. You know, that it brings more buzz, more people come to watch because it's more of, of an all-day thing. We can intersect the, the senior games with youth games and what we're trying to achieve this year for the first time is um, we've achieved it already. We've already played a couple of ladies games but want to make that more of a, um, an every tournament thing so that ladies, youth, senior, males are all playing together on the same days and make a big event which attracts a lot of numbers and attention and excitement. We have a, a nice um, set of committee members now who are all active and I think that's something I really wanted to achieve when I came into the committee. I love having as many people around to help because we're all volunteers so we don't want to overburden anyone and I think in the past people have been a bit overburdened. Um, so to be able to bring in a committee and just have everybody doing what they're good at um, and not overburdening anyone. Um, I don't care if we have a hundred people on the committee. You know, If everybody has their role we'll be able to develop quicker and if everybody does their job so it's great. Does the national team have a motto or creed that strongly influences the way it functions? Our motto is Itania Bitas, um, which means come back with your shield or upon it. When Spartans used to go to war, um, they would bring back those that died at war on their shields. Um, and if you'd won, you'd come back with your shield. So that's where it's sort of come from. And if you'd run away, because you couldn't run away because your shield was too heavy, you'd drop your shield. So you don't come back at all. Um, and that's where it sort of comes from. And that 
it's something that we try to live by, I suppose, a little bit. We're very much involved with a few charities, and what I'd really like to do is show that we're here as a rugby at the heart of a community. That's what I'd really like to put out there and have it as a base for every city or community within a city um, and grow from there. Be able to go into schools and bring them into a, a family from different schools coming to a family together as a club um, providing a hub where there is support for one another. Um, I mean us as a squad I know we've given each other financial support when people have been down and out, um, you know, social support and so on. There's a huge family feel. So what I'd really like is to be able to give back to the community by growing the sport, if you like. So getting into schools, showing them what rugby is about, uh, growing from grassroots up and being able to make a big culture around rugby.